Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I'm back after a little break. I was forced to take care of my illness. So this year in 2023 is the year of taking care of my wellness. So if I don't take care of my wellness, I'm going to be forced to take care of my illness again. And I don't want that. So we got a great episode here for you with Mike Walsh from Greece. He explained how the product increases yields, terps, trichome production, and leads to better rosin yields and flavor. So let's get into it. Welcome to the show. I am Little Farmer. The show is Reaper the Reaper. I'm here at Area 420 with Matt Brainstrap. He's put a little thing together where we invited Grease down here. Mike is the owner and founder of Grease. He's down here to tell us a little bit about his product today. And uh, we talked a little bit about where he's from and why he came out to Colorado. Um, so could you tell the listeners out there where you're from, Mike? Yeah, like thank you so much for having me out. Uh, you guys have a really beautiful setup out here like uh just walking into like the train car uh seeing all the mountains and everything it's uh pretty surreal <laughs> you're right in the center of the like smack dab in the center of the san luis valley and um no just thank you so much for having me out um i, I love talking about our products and kind of talking about some of the new technology that we're trying to bring to the table and seems like you guys have like a really amazing community that you're building out here uh a, a while back when I was cruising through just um, handing out some samples um, to uh, over there at Colorado hydroponics at the Moffitt store and like cruising around on just my early run. Um, I had stopped over at uh, the uh, hot springs up the road and met someone that was um, actually involved in like the community up here and like started to just learn about it. And, and I'd seen a video over at, uh, at Colorado hydroponics in Salida as well. Um, so seems like you're doing a really good job, like really putting something special together out here. And, and I, thanks for inviting me out to be a part of it. Yeah. Hey, anytime, man, we appreciate it. We appreciate Greece coming out. Um, same thing with refer the reefer podcast, continuing to upload content. And, uh, man, I, I really look forward to hearing what you have to say today, kind of learning a little bit more about the, uh, the product that you have here to offer as well as what it can do to kind of help us here on the commercial scene a little bit across this entire subdivision so yeah for sure and like you were asking me a little bit just like <clears throat> before we went live like about some of my history and stuff and um yeah like i, I studied horticulture at, at colorado state university was fortunate enough to to do that and um and have a good kind of like background in in horticulture um specifically i was studying floriculture so it was nice because it was more like it was really growing plants on a large scale, specifically greenhouse management. And that's one reason I like your guys set up out here too, because there is so much greenhouse and so much um, area under glass um, or plastic. And um, so I have a lot of expertise there. And then when I left uh, uh, college, I started, you know, I had a little extra cash from, um, from learning how to grow and kind of being in the scene and everything. And uh, I actually ended up starting an organic farm and like a CSA and everything. And it, we had, we did, we had 3.1 acres. We grew like 300 to 400 different varieties, all different stuff. And so that was like a really good learning experience. And we did it all organic. So like with my foundation of more on kind of the uh, chemical side and then 
um, going full organic right out out of that and having to make that transition was like a really good learning experience for me. And I feel like I've been able to kind of bring some um, knowledge from both those uh, uh, backgrounds into into all my cannabis expertise and and been able to like share and kind of guide a lot of people in the right direction. I'm working at hydro stores for a really long time and then ultimately going into kind of like product development um, and doing uh, actually helping create kind of the mammoth pea product. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really, really excellent, um, excellent opportunity for me and like great uh, experience because I was able to help them with like the formulation and then also do all the initial testing um, do like the research on cannabis because the the farm bill had passed, you know, in 2013 that kind of allowed um, people to start to research hemp. So right away, I started a company called Healthy Hemp Research. And because I just was like, wow, this is amazing. It's, it's almost like what's happening right now with psilocybin and with like um, psychedelics. It's like it had like just kind of become de- decriminalized or legalized type, type of thing. Um, uh, now with the farm bill it was even more legitimate, so it was really nice to kind of start a company, build a hemp grow, start experimenting with high CBD, and then all that kind of coincided with the product development with Mammoth. So I was able to do the initial testing and even get a, a paper published in the Journal of Horticulture um, on the effects of basically Mammoth pea, a biostimulant on hemp, on cannabis sativa. So it was, and this was 2017. So. That was really, really cool, and um, again, just felt like extremely fortunate um, work to work with a great team um, there at Mammoth. And one of the guys is even like a Nobel laureate. He has um, uh, even like a Nobel Prize for his um, work that he has like published in Nature. So just a very special experience. Um, and then that kind of brings me to. Uh, um, I ended up leaving that uh, to start a, a shop, a small store in northern Colorado, start my own hydroponic store. Um, really enjoyed that experience, and we still have that to this day. Um, and the thing is, that's what helped me cultivate um, Greece and the whole mentality, like we, we, like we were speaking out before, where truly like a win-win-win, where we're trying to go out and support the stores because we see them as a valuable part of the community you know it's like one of those things where so much knowledge goes into this plant that they're they help spread that knowledge and help spread new ideas and um over time weed out things that don't necessarily work and they're putting a lot of hard work in holding those inventories and like maintaining stuff so that we can like get it when we need it and 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 work with us i think they're a valuable asset so um we're doing kind of like a win-win-win thing where it's good for us, good for the stores, and good for the grower on our pricing structure. And we're trying to right now go out and reach all the stores and get it onto the shelves. And then beyond uh, next year, go do more vendor days, more things like this, as much as we can, as much outreach and push as we can. But the main thing with all these products and the truth for any grower is that it has to work. And they have to see the proof for themselves and see it actually the effect of the on the uh, for, on the plant for themselves. So my goal is to get it into the people's hands that work at the stores. They are able to use the products, like it, um, see the results, be able to share the results, share how to use it confidently, and then that's kind of the model that's like working really well. It's kind of just now taking off, which is awesome. But we're um, 
been having a lot of success in like Montana, Oklahoma, um, Colorado, uh, all over, but, um, we're just working. We just did a trip all the way out to the East coast. Um, so that was really fun and like really awesome to, uh, to actually like make it all the way home, which was one of a goal of mine. Like I'm from uh, Maryland. So I was able to, for business, um, go around, do some great trips, some great travels around, um, particularly Virginia is blowing up right now. Um, they just uh, did a really good thing with some of their laws. So like they're, um, there's a lot more interest, a lot of shops, um, good quality shops popping up there. And, uh, it's just fun to see. It's really fun to like take this evolution and, um, all, now all of a sudden have the entire country because when I was with Mammoth um, being kind of like their first employee we started in Colorado so I was like the Colorado sales rep so it's been nice to kind of branch out and really see like the different markets and when was that that was uh, about 2000 you think 18 ish um, nice yeah somewhere in that in that range um and uh let's see um it was yeah, it's just been nice to travel all around and and see how like going to some of these other markets is like genuinely like stepping into a time machine mm -hmm. compared to uh, Colorado and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's uh it's really cool and really interesting for sure. Yeah, so Colorado is a really hard market to get onto. You're a local. I support local. I have actually picked up a sample at uh, the hydroponic shop in Frisco. The uh, Hydro, Hydro Shack, Kim, great person. So if you're in that area of Summit County, make sure you stop in. She's an awesome person. Uh, she gave me a sample of the grease. I think it was green. Totally. And, and it's a cannabinoid booster, which uses endocannabinoids to boost the endocannabinoids. Exactly. And the, the green is one of our best ones for, um, for IPM as well. So it's just that all of the grease products are, um, all of our cannabinoid boosters are, really good as well doubling as an IPM, which just happens to be really nice because the compounds in the grease are also um, the really the immune supportive compounds. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, it ends up helping and fighting off um, insects and fungus and um, bad bacteria and pests and, and even viruses, things like that. Um, so, and it also keeps the uh, environment clean. Like it's one of the few products that you could actually spray and, um, and it will also keep uh it'll also even like have an effect to, to clean the environment and your tables, you know, things like that, that, that it also hits. Sweet. We're going to take a mini break here and go to commercial, but we'll be right back with a little bit more information about all the products and the ins and outs of what you got available on the shelves. Sweet. Thanks. All right, cool. This episode is brought to you by the Colorado Cannabis Connoisseur Coalition. They would like to invite you to celebrate the legendary extract games at the new 9,000 square foot consumption event center located at 2200 South Monaco Parkway in Denver, Colorado. The eighth annual Extract Games brings Colorado's finest hash makers, companies, and community connoisseurs together for a one-of-a-kind experience you will never forget. Extracts Games is the fourth of seven main Connoisseur Cup season events. We started accepting entries at the first of each month starting in October and close entry toward the last day of each month through April. Official and community judges have 30 days to taste and rate each month's entry. The highest rated entries will qualify to compete for the remainder of the season in the Connoisseur Cups final if they choose to restock their entry, or they can keep their final scores and see if they hold up till the end. 
If you have any questions or would like to come out and visit the venue, please contact 970-279-1420. Ask any questions. It's going to be $42 a night for the extract games. There are VIP tables available, four by six vending areas available, pool table showcase area, a 10 by 10 sponsor area, a dispensary main LED bar sponsor area available. There are also VIP entertainment sponsorships available. If you have any questions, you can also reach out to the website, theconnoisseurcup.com for more information. And welcome back everyone. I'm here with Mike from the company Grease and Matt Brainstrap from Area 420. And we were talking about Grease and the new products he has available. Like I said, I am only familiar with the green and the green label is an endocannabinoid booster or no, a yep. cannabinoid booster. Yep from cannabinoids, right? Exactly. Could from, you explain and, that? Yeah, the idea is to use the power of the plant back on itself. And it's a really radically simple idea, but it's to basically harness the precursor compounds and the building blocks of the resin and the terpenes themselves and apply them back on the plant from a totally organic um, source. So you're, the idea is to uh, have an option where you're using the plant back on itself and not adding any other um, foreign oils or enzymes or things like that, which obviously um, uh, work, but it's just in a purest sense, it is kind of nice to be able to stay completely true to the plant. And then the extractors really like that because it's not messing with the consistency of the extract. And like they can really tell, you know, batch to batch um, if there's any type of like contamination or, or something that basically changes the way it runs and, and moves. Um, so that's a huge benefit. Um, and then just increasing the overall health of the plant while it's growing. And then it's going to translate to your numbers increasing in the end. But literally, like you can go into a plant, into a room that you've been treating with grease, um, even just as a drench. And you can literally like smell the difference from your plants because they're going to be producing more terpenes and volatilizing better. Um, and what it does is it's, it's providing those building blocks. Um, and there's even like 50,000 different building blocks. So what we've done is we've um, broken it down by strain because sure enough, the different strains have different sets of them. And the better you can apply that set and align it with what you're growing, the better the response is gonna be. They're all going to work. And like the green and the gold are probably the two most common ones because the green seems to be even a little bit more, even better as a pesticide. So if people have um, pests or any pest pressure, it just helps even that much more. And then the gold is our hybrid. So it works across the board um, generally. And it's also the one that most people are, are introduced to and, and have really good success with. But then once people get into the line, we sure enough, we, we found that we made one for specifically indica, sativa, and even a finishing formula. Because we found that um, if you have indica-leaning strains or, or sativa-leaning strains, it can literally increase the, the, the return as much as like 20-25% more to apply that specific set on. And if it, if it aligns better, and you can even layer them, which is really cool. Um, as far as, and the grease is more of a premium product, but it's increasing exactly what you want. And there's no other company out there that's really um, specifically targeting cannabinoids 
Um, and then also as a, as a plus terpenes also. Um, and then that we can actually kind of back it up with results and, and the numbers, you can see it in the numbers that yes, you, you are getting a return on this um, for sure. And not only from the healthier plant the whole time, um, from easier growing, a little bit easier growing, but, and then a, a safer option to spray um, from a PPE standpoint. But it's, um, it's really nice because you actually get that return in the end. Um, with the new products, what we did is we had to shift with the market because Greece is more of a premium product. And we had these other ones in development and we're, we wanted to launch them now because um, it is just like time for the market where some people have uh, are really like pinching and, and, and watching their budget, which is completely understandable. So we, what we did is we came out with some very high quality products that um, mimic or exceed uh, some other products out there in the market. So what we have is we have a, a one called Bison Brew and it's a bison compost. It's one of the best compost teas I've ever brewed. And uh, like I said, I ran an organic farm for three and a half years. So I've done a, a ton of, of brewing um, specifically and uh, experimented with a lot of different things. And the bison, it's fungal dominant already. And all the research out of Canada and Israel basically shows that um, cannabis is a, a lot like fr a fruit crop, like an orchard. It likes a fungal dominated um, myco mycorrhizae and, and um, or a rhizosphere and a, and a fungal dominated basically uh, soil or cocoa. So what that does is it, it reintroduces all that biodiversity, specifically the fungal diversity. Um, it's even up to like 28% by weight fungal spores. So it's almost like you're putting a mycorrhizae product um, directly on and then it brews up incredibly well. So all it is, is the, it's the, it's the bison compost that we've composted. So bison waste that we've composted for two years at altitude. So these, this farm is 10,000 feet in elevation and um, it's up in a, a beautiful, like pristine Valley where um, they have a thousand acre paddocks to turn the bison out on. And the idea is see bison, they forage over a much wider range and a much a larger biodiversity than say like cattle. And, and they actually end up having a 30% more um, uh, microbes, indigenous microorganisms in their uh, compost. And, and then with our composting process, which is all compost alliance certified and everything, um, it, uh, it just did an incredible job. And you can even almost see little bits of like wood and all the, um, because the bison are almost like elk where they'll eat more like mm -hmm. shrubs and woody species too. So they have a lot of lignin derived humic acid and fulvic acid. Um, it's, it's a one, one, one for your NPK. And then it's got loaded with like calcium, magnesium, zinc, iron, all your trace, and then most, and a ton of silica. And more importantly, all the biology associated with it too. So the, so, the, so the biology to mine and make that stuff actually bioavailable, so it could not even be from the bison source. It could be from the fertilizer that's already sitting there right there in your soil, but it's not actually being bioavailable. So you lay down that compost tea, and I, I'm not kidding. Like literally, I've seen like five and six inches of growth like the next day. It will really release that much, at least three or four. It will release that much energy. And all of a sudden, the plant can just shoot up in growth because it has all of a sudden all these requirements are, um, are being met. Um, the other two new products are the Alpha Grease and the Blue. Um, the Alpha Grease is basically like gonna, going to be similar to a, it's a tricantinol product. So it's an alfalfa extract. 
And it's going to be similar to like a mammoth pea, but without the microbes or like a can of boost without the fertilizer or like, um, for example, um, green planet massive. Um, they, they reformulated it. So it doesn't have the tricantinol anymore products like that. Um, it's going to be helping, uh, replace. And then the best part is it's coming in at like less than half the price. So for everyone right now, that's a little bit more price conscious. Um, what we've done is we've have the same technology, organic, um, source of tricantinol, um, bottled in a, uh, in a ready to go form. But the thing is, it's going to take an extra day or two to absorb because basically what happens already with your, um, with your tricantinol is it's, it's a pretty big structure as from a molecular standpoint. So it takes the microbes and the soil organisms to break it down and actually spoon feed it to the plant in a form that it's bioavailable. Now it's, it's all the way effective all the way down to like the parts per billion. So that's how you're able to use such a small amount of it, but it does have to be in the right format. So we put it in the right format and then your soil bacteria or um, rhizosphere bacteria, even in, even in a hydroponic situation, is going to break that down and actually make the tricantinol available um, in a way that the plant um, prefers. And that's the most natural way for it to, um, to be uptaken and um, as, as opposed to like synthetic sources and things like that where it can be really expensive and hard to like hit the exact number. Um, so that's a very exciting product. Um, then the other one's called the Blue and it's actually our least expensive. You can get a bottle of it for like $20 at the, at the store. Um, and it's also very concentrated. What it is, is it's super unique. It's a blue green algae extract called phycocyanin. Um, again, in a liquid bioavailable, like ready to go form, form. So you don't have to mess with it. And um, it can be kind of like a tough compound to work with. Um, but the interesting thing of it is like, cyanobacteria evolved three and a half billion years ago. And they were the first um, organism to evolve like a photosynthetic apparatus really efficiently, at least that we know of. Um, and uh, essentially it's, they're still out there flourishing today. And, uh, and the, the blue, it is the pigment that's necessary for photosynthesis. And then, you know, plants basically evolved right up, um, out of and, and with these algae and they have the same mechanism. So it's, it's, and they even have the same pigment in their light harvesting apparatus. So it's similar to the grease where this is a complex compound that takes a lot of energy for the plant to make on its own. So we're supplementing that compound for not too, not too much money here, but it's also, but then it's really increasing plant growth because the cool thing about the phycocyanin is imagine the plants harvesting these photons. Imagine an upside down umbrella. The phycocyanin is like the out, out, outer part. It's like the widest part. So the more that you can push that out, the more photons you're able to capture. And then the, and, and the phycocyanin is doing that and it's funneling the energy actually to the activation center where the plant's creating essentially like the carbon and, and, and uh, cleaving the carbon and, and, and actually harvesting the energy. And um, so, the, and the crazy thing is it's not only helping it absorb more, but it can even help to, uh, the, the mechanism can close up and it can diffract the light too, um, if it's getting too much like a light stress. So what it's doing is it's really helping with lights, with 
all stresses, but particularly light stress, both too little and too much. It'll upregulate and downregulate the system. And what we're seeing is it's also a precursor to some of the purpling. So if you've got a strain that um, tends to go more purple, um, not only is our grease purple label um, excellent for that, but then um, the uh, the blue is going to help too because it's a it's a building block compound of the purple as well and the anthocyanins things like that of that nature. Um, so just a really fun product. You, you're going to basically see the plants grow faster in veg, and then the cool thing in, in flower, it's actually relieving pressure on the DNA and on like the genetic level too. As the plant's growing and there's mutations happening, it's one of the compounds. It's an antioxidant compound that will actually um, reduce those mutations and it can help the uh, that's another reason why it helps the plant grow faster because it's dealing with those mutations faster essentially really cool um, interesting technology and the crazy thing you guys are going to love this some of the top scientists in the world are uh, they've been asked you know what does phycocyanin do for plants and they're like we don't know <laughs> You're leading, so, leading yeah, the well, pack here yeah. as a trailblazer in this technology. And that's common for the cannabis industry. Yeah. I don't think we get enough credit for um, blazing the trails um, with some with, with agricultural science. You know, we're constantly pushing it and we're so in tune with our plants that a lot of products are actually discovered and the efficacy is kind of proven through the cannabis industry. And, and we're, we're kind of leading the charge with that too where what we're trying to do is we're trying to not... Um, Thanks. We're trying to not, uh, uh, nice. We're trying to not, um, lie to people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, essentially we're trying to Honest basically, salesman. yeah, we're trying to basically tell people more exactly what is this technology? Why is it working? And we don't care about the register, the registration as much. There's ways to creative ways to get around that. We care about if it works and if it's clean because the proof is in the pudding. You know what I mean? Everyone's getting tested. They know if these products are clean. Yep, Everyone's getting tested and they know if the products are even working too these days, which is awesome. So like we've got people going from, you know, 22 to 25% THC, um, 19 to 23. Um, we've got people going from 8 to 13%. Um, uh, and saving some of their strains that in were, all they were um, lose. <clears throat> media applications, then. So um, I'm, I'm assuming um, you know, living soil, organic applications, um, hydroponics. Um, yeah, and that's one super nice thing about our formulation is it works well, um, plays friendly with all your microbes and things like that. Um, because yes, there's alcohol in our product, but it's on such a small enough level, it's diluted so much that it's no more than a natural ferment would be when you apply it. And then the uh, for your hydro guys, they love it because it's sterile. So it doesn't throw off their communities. So like I've got a really great story really quick before we have to jump off. Well, actually, we, we got to take a break right now and we'll jump back. We'll come into your story and we'll actually go into the application rates and timing of some of these products. So when people do buy it, they know when to apply it to get the maximum effects from the products. OK, sweet. Awesome. We'll be right back, folks. Thanks. And thanks for tuning in, everyone. Again, I'd like to give a couple shout outs to my boy, Kyle McAlpin. Thanks for sending in some feedback it says day 75 super appreciative of all the support you gave me in the beginning to get it up and going couldn't have asked for a better intro uh, you're welcome kyle thanks for being such a attentive listener 
Also, I'd like to give a shout out to my man, Davey Velo, down in Australia. The podcast is going international. He reads, hey, mate, just discovered your podcast when I started my journey. Really enjoyed the discussions and insight. Thanks for the guidance and the good vibes from Australia. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Davey. Keep tuning in. A lot of good information coming this year. And back to the show. And welcome back, everyone. We're here with Mike from Greece and Matt Brainstrap from Area 420. He hooked it all up for us. Mike was going to tell us a story. He was talking about how there's little trace amounts of alcohol in the product and how it was a funny story with a hydroponic and I cut him off and the floor is yours. <laughs> Thanks. Um, no, for sure. It was a, just kind of an interesting story, like related to the alpha grease. Basically after I finished working with mammoth P one of the reps came up to me and said that in their R and D facility, they had a pretty big R and D facility and uh, they sterilized mammoth. And then they actually ran the sterilized versus mammoth P and the sterilized one actually did better. And this was really surprising um, and kind of validating for me um, just to know that sure enough, the efficacy of the product seems to be from the tricantinol in a pre-digested um, form and not necessarily from the microbes. Um, so, it, and at least according to their uh, trial. Um, so I was very excited by that. And then that's essentially um, one, one of the things, one of the reasons it stimulated me to come up with the alpha grease, because all it is is the alfalfa extract without the microbes, a sterile version. And basically it's providing that same thing, that same technology of the tricantinol that directly increases yield because it, it turns on about, um, it turns on a lot more genes and that translates to increasing that it turns on the flowering genes, um, almost even before the plant goes into flower. Um, so it's, it's, that's one that you want to put in about two weeks before you flip and then carry it into the flowering process. It will, the alpha grease is going to drive the, uh, the flowering process quite a bit. Um, by turning on those genes and uh, and just increasing the overall uptake too. You were talking about hormone levels were able or it, it messed with the hormone levels and allowed increase in certain certain ones. I can't remember off the top of my head. Could you repeat that again? We yeah, of course. Technical and, difficulties and kind of cut you off there. Yeah, and it is it is a hormonal product, and the hormones work on like the parts per million, even parts per billion. So that's what's so interesting about them is a. Uh, and, and it's an organic source of the tricantinol from alfalfa. And alfalfa is, is known to flower basically all, not all season long, but it's a very aggressive flowering plant. So that's why it has naturally high levels of this. And then um, it's even a compound that's very safe. It's found in, in beeswax because um, the bees are, are able to accumulate it basically out of the alfalfa and, and various flowers and stuff too. Um, and uh, hormones drive all the growth in the plant really at the end of the day they are basically like the switch that's getting turned on to push the growth and you've got you know like auxins for the roots um, gibberellic acids for the shoots um, cytokinins um, for the roots and also for the the um, thickness of the stems and things like that um, your lateral branching and um, basically tricantinol is is one of those but specifically more for flowering and that's why it's such a powerful technology to be turning those genes on and like really getting the plant amped up and ready 
um, to transition into flour and then also to just keep pushing the process hard. Um, so we're seeing about 15, 20% increase in overall yield with that product. And you're gonna wanna use it at half a mil per gallon through about week four to, to six. Some people also like to use it all the way up to flush. Um, I personally think that since it is such a strong hormone, it can kind of push the um, foxtailing and induce foxtailing on some more sensitive strains, particularly your more sativa dominant strains. So that's something to watch out for. And that's a reason why I cut it out around weeks like four or five, um, just because it also kind of has done its job at that point and it, and it has most of um, the, uh, it's, it's basically driven the uptake and, and push most of the development and it'll actually stay in the plant and keep working for a few weeks after. So that's another reason too, that you can kind of cut it out then. Um, uh, and, and what's really unique is since it's all sterile, you can even spray it. So that's unlike, you know, mammoth. Um, and, uh, the, there's another, there's other products that, that it's similar to like, uh, for example, Canna Boost. Um, I, I personally think that Canna Boost probably has a tricanol in it. Um, I'm not sure about that. Um, but it seems to be. And then also, like, for example, Green Planet Massive, um, they used to have tricantanol in theirs. They actually reformulated it without it. So it's a really nice um, product to kind of fit that technology. And then it's also um, a lot less expensive. Um, so for, for people to get into um, the blue, it's a unique product because what it is, is it's basically going to increase your growth rate. So it's definitely more for veg, but it seems to help if you carry it through flour as well, because it's relieving the stress on the genetic level, on the DNA level. Again, it's going to deal with a lot of like mutations and things like that, that might, ha that might happen. It, the antioxidant qualities of it, um, it'll go around and it'll actually, similar to how it can kind of like grab free radicals out of our body, it does the same thing within the plant and reduces um, mutations. So uh, you're going to see faster growth in veg, and it can even reduce stress to the point where if some plants were maybe going to herm, it can even um, pull that back and, and, and keep them true. Um, and on that one, you go half a mil per gallon. You can also spray it as well because it is sterile. Um, and it's a, you're going to want to use that um, pretty much all the way up to flush, especially if you have a strain that um, is more purple dominant, because that blue pigment is also a precursor of the purpling and that purple pigment, and it can create kind of a deeper, nice, darker purple. Um, the, uh, the grease, um, all of our colors of the grease, the all five products, they work um, all the same as far as the ratio. So the amount that you add, it's half a mil per gallon. Um, and those products, veg to flour, it's, you're going to see the most benefit in flour, but you'd be surprised how much benefit you see in overall health and, and in cloning speed, even using it in clone. Um, because the compounds in the grease are immune building compounds, all cannabis derived, and that's going to basically uh, help the plant defend itself in veg and, it, and specifically in clone. Because when you take a clone off of the plant, about 60 to 70% of the immune system is actually in the roots. So all of a sudden it's working overdrive to just protect itself because um, it doesn't have that, that, um, that energy coming up and from the immune support from the root system. So when you spray the plant like every day with grease, um, we're seeing like half the rooting time, which is really remarkable and, um, and very impressive too because I've seen that like the strongest, the stronger a plant 
and the stronger a flowering round is, it can almost be traced all the way back to like the vigor of that clone and how well it started. It's like the beginning is almost like the most important part of the enterprise. That's not a hundred percent true, but it really is pretty true. And, and, um, like we just got done, um, walking through a garden, um, who are, uh, yeah, so that was Astronomics. Astro Shout out Aaron and Sarah. Yeah, Aaron was amazing over there mm -hmm. at Astronomics. And DWC like, set up, deep water culture set up. And for him to be all, you know, DWC and, and Hydro, um, there's very few products that he could use that actually feel safe to be adding to a hydro system. Um, but luckily, um, our liquids are actually kind of some of those things that um, would be safe to use. And then um, spraying the grease is going to give him a nice twofer where he not only has um, uh, an increase in the, the resin and the terpenes, but it's also going to uh, defend against um, various PM, um, mm -hmm. in, you know, anything nasty that could be creeping up and just uh, possibly um, going on. So As a good preventative. As yeah. a good preventative, exactly. So it's just like one of those things... Um, Really nice. So I asked you earlier, just because of Aaron, the, his reservoir, he talked on our podcast earlier about he could lower his um, inputs because of his system. It's more bioavailable. Yep. And I asked you a little bit ago before we had our difficulty, your ratio is the same all across the board. If it's cocoa, if it's a pro mix, if it's a hydroponics or if it's a living soil, right? You dilute this the same for all these mediums. Yeah. Oh, and I remember what I was, my, I lost my train of thought there. Um, like Aaron, he uses a tissue culture. Yes. And that's the re the reason is because again, the strongest start and that clean start gives him by far mm -hmm. uh, the competitive advantage. So that's kind of like the same idea with grease. Yeah, exactly. There's no type of systemic issue waiting to flare due to a, a stress response uh, in typically the grow, the grow environment. And right now, with his setup, he definitely needs to make sure that he's using tissue culture genetics yeah. and, uh, and, and really keep a clean approach with that, that and, root and area. And that's our whole thing is like start clean, stay clean, you know, and like qu like quality in, quality out. Like that's kind of like just the way you have to be uh, these days. And like the return on investment's huge. Like with the grease specifically, it's the only product that is actually targeting, you know, the resin and the terpenes and actually standing up to the claim and, um, and boosting exactly what we want. So like the, uh, the extractors are really loving it. And just the growers, you go into a room that's treated with the grease and you can literally just almost tell because the terpenes are, are elevated and the volatility is elevated too. Um, that can even improve the leaf angle and things like that. Um, so we've seen um, probably related to the fact that it is almost like a sunscreen. So it can help kind of the angle a little bit, help them absorb um, some more um, some more photons. And then uh, the... Uh, the connect the grease you can definitely use um all the way up to the end and it even works well as like a pre-harvest wash so it can since all the compounds in the grease are from inside the trichome head it um it is safe on the trichomes um and it's and it's even safe all the way up until harvest and um and can knock off some dust and debris and any type of nasty even a few last insects right before you harvest in a natural way that's not going to throw off your extracts so that's really exciting. Um, it's also um, really good for other crops. So like, um, yeah, it's a little bit of a premium product, but like, for example, I'm kind of like a, a giant pumpkin grower and they have like, pumpkins have four different types of trichomes. Um, I think two different glandular ones. 
And um, they exude a lot of terpenes. You can tell um, tomatoes similarly too. You know, when you um, put your hands on the leaf and you can just smell that vigorously, mm -hmm. uh, so strong on, on your hand, um, those are the terpenes and, and from very similar structures. And yeah, sure enough, the building blocks from cannabis can actually translate to other species. It's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and, and uh, so I've seen that firsthand and... Um, We've grown, we, we're trying to work up to a thousand pounds. We grew like a 514 pound pumpkin. That's really fun. Wow. Um, and, and we didn't even, it wasn't, it was kind of in parts. It was in like part sun. It wasn't even in close to full sun. So you got was, pics? Uh, yeah, I got pics. Okay. For sure. All right, cool. All right. Um, but then, uh, the, um, the bison brew, it's so nice because it's really adding to the flavor and the taste but in a different way, not specifically adding the building blocks, it's more doing it from the ground up and, and doing it um, actually feeding the soil and improving that soil structure and improving the symbiotic relationships that are going on in the soil, applying that diversity um, uh, from the bison that they, they're able to bioaccumulate such an amazing like biodiversity of, of insects, or sorry, of microbes in there, um, in their gut that it's actually 30% more microbes than say like cow compost. Um, and really diverse diversity is king when it comes to soil structure and, and the microbes, the microbial environment, because the more diversity you have, the more they're going to be working together to basically liberate all that nutrition for you. And you want to work, you know, with the microbes, not against them, um, in, in cocoa and, and soil situations. Um, because, they are basically like an insurance policy, and then they're also able to mine all those little micronutrients um, out of the, out of the soil, feed it up to the plant, and then that directly translates into the taste and flavor and the terpenes and like the diversity of the microbial life is similar to the diversity that's going to be expressed in like the the chemical compounds that that plant can actually make and express too, because it has then the full range of everything that it can work with. It has all the tools and it's in its toolbox and um basically that's what, what we're trying to do like with grease is we uh, we've developed a line here where no matter what you're doing we we're, we feel like we're adding a lot of benefit to it um even even hydro guys are seeing a lot of benefit um they can brew up the bison brew and spray it onto their plants and then there's a whole there's a whole surface microbiome um, above ground that literally you're feeding and there's a whole bacteria bacterial network and fungal network even on the leaf surface that's literally pulling nutrients even out of the air and things like that you want the whole plant to be protected and um so there's just a it's a very diverse uh, line, but the nice thing is it plays friendly with whatever you're already doing. Um, that's what we really wanted to do is we wanted to create something where people that really want to take it and max out and go to take it to the top level, they can do so. And and so earlier you were talking about the the uh, bison brew and brewing it for 24 hours for for the oh, veg yeah. and then 48 hours for flour. What is the difference in that? Could you explain that one more time for me, please? Yeah, for sure. And for, um, and also it's worth mentioning, like it's, it's very, it's commercially viable too, because of the dilution ratio. So once you're done, like, let's say you're brewing up a five gallon batch of it. Um, I do about two cups of bison brew and then two tablespoons of unsulfured molasses. 
and um, bubble that for 24 hours for veg, 48 hours for bloom, just as you said. And the, uh, the reason is you go 48 hours for bloom because there's a lot of protozoa in the bison specifically. And the protozoa species will actually eat, eat your bad bacteria in flower and um, can uh, really, uh, that's a, a nice, uh, very nice insurance policy because um, it's going to restabilize um, if some microbial community has, has run away, so to speak, and is and an anaerobic community is starting to pop up, they'll actually come in, control, and suppress that um, and, and can save you even root, ultimately bud rot in the end, which is that's incredibly desirable. And a lot of people get that, especially uh, when it's wet out outdoors and rain in the fall. Um, also, you were talking about the cannabinoid boosters. There's different colors and different labels. One specific for sativa, which will help for sativas. There's a green one, it's more of a overall universal one. And uh, could you go through the colors one more time for me and tell oh, yeah. me what which ones are specific for? Yeah, definitely. And um, it's worth mentioning that all of them will work. It's more so what we've discovered in all of our research is that um, the different colors are from different strains. And then there are also different extraction techniques. And basically what we've done is um, we figured it out to where the isoprenes, the building block compounds of the resin itself, there's so many of those, there's about 50,000. That different um, group will actually vary quite a bit based on the variety. So it's going to help no matter what, but if you're, if you're able to line up the group, it's almost like a key, so to speak, where all of a sudden you're putting the, you have more of a indica dominant room and you're using the purple or more indica dominant um, cannabinoid booster, it's gonna be about 20, 25% more effective because it, it, it filled that slot a lot easier um, and matched up better. And, um, and then also, uh, another big one uh, worth mentioning is like CBGA. The plant has to create CBGA before it can create THC or CBD or any of these compounds. So we have some of that in there as well to keep it naturally stimulated. Um, and basically it's a, it's a hack. It's a reverse way to essentially um, use the plant back on itself and, and naturally facilitate it. It's a lot like us taking like an IV or like a bag of like stem cells or something like that. And then you said the green one was universal and has worked as an IPM, which some people out there, if you don't know what IPM is, it's pest management and cannabinoids are a part of the plant that help protect it from pests and from the sun, like a sunscreen, like you said. So it's just natural to me thinking that it would help as a pest management. If you introduce it back, it would just deter the pests from attacking it and making it much more strong. No, for sure. For sure. And, um, and that's what we're seeing across the board, which is so nice to have like a dual effect. And, and not only is it boosting the resin, but also controlling, um, give, adding to your IPM routine and it seems to be really controlling pests. Um, the, uh, the gold is our hybrid, so it works across the board. The green is our IPM, or it's also, it also happens to be the best for hemp or autos. And the reason is it's the widest spectrum. So it ends up being kind of hitting um, the molds and the insects better because it's getting them with more of a diversity of compounds or it's there's a compound in there that maybe wasn't in one of the others that seems to work more effectively against them. Um, and then uh, the purple is our indica, the amber is our sativa, and then the yellow is actually our finisher. 
And with the finishing compound, you can layer all of our products together safely. Um, so you can actually stack them. Um, but what, one thing we really recommend is stacking the yellow at the end. Basically, keep doing whatever you're doing. If you're on the gold, green, or, or purple, whatever. Um, but then add the yellow in for the last like three or four weeks. And um, we're really seeing that um, help with the maturation time. It's helping like kind of speed up um, long flowering sativas. And then with, with like your indicas, it's helping them layer on and actually mature in a, in a nice way um, to where uh, uh, it's also boosting more of the resin at the end because the, uh, the plant is, pro is producing different compounds at the end. And then we, we've taken the precursors from those finishing compounds. So that's the idea is that it's also helping push the maturation cycle. So it's helping boost the yields for these strains that people are washing these days. They, they get a little bit more boost off their or more yield off of their wash and yeah. creating a little bit better resin or rosin. Yeah, and we've even had a, a, a couple of friends that um, are specifically like washers and they've had both, they really love grease. Like not only are they seeing it um, increase their numbers, even on the high end, even on some GMOs and things like that, that they didn't think they could see go much higher, but it's also saved some of their lower strains that like maybe produced awesome terps, but for some reason didn't have the yield or maybe didn't wash right or something. And it's actually um, make, making them a keeper, um, pardon, pushing it up into that threshold where it um, can be a keeper, which is super nice. And, and for them, like flavor is everything because uh, obviously that's what gets people kind of coming back to your brand. And they're even doing mixes and things like that where like, They'll keep something around because the terp is so special into their even like a mix. It's really interesting. Yeah, you'll get a lot of mixes out there. That's why some people buy a rosin and they'll have Mac Vader or something. And be like, I've never heard of a Mac Vader. And they're, they're taking Mac 1 and mixing with some Death Vader or something. And like mixing, like you said, taking the terps from one, the yield from another, combining them to boost the effects and their and the profit. <laughs> but they're literally telling me that they're, they can't grow without the grease now after seeing the returns. And then beyond that, the health of the plant too, like just for the grower, just to walk into the room and see them that much more healthy and notice it is worth it to them too, which is awesome. Yeah. We, uh, we talked a little bit too about the love you put into the plant, you get back in return. And, uh, the reason we start that conversation is because these are available on all the shelves in Colorado, pretty much that you've been able to hit. And if they're not, you can ask your local store and they're, they're available readily here in Colorado, right? Yeah, definitely. And even across the country, we're working as hard as we can to get to all the stores. And thanks for saying that. Cause that is totally our model. Like we um, really want to support the stores and support that community. And that's what impressed me so much about being out here at area 420 and seeing such a strong community. And then the hydro shop right across the street. I mean, you guys literally brought them here just off of the demand that you created and then that i think they may, they may have been operating before but um well i would, well, I would assume their sales yeah. have increased dramatically since i mean they 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 bring in quite a bit of business as well outside of the area 420 community i mean this whole valley for the most part is pretty cannabis friendly totally um but then when, you, when it comes to like the industry side it's all about uh you know the the ordinance in place within that township and i think that's where we we kind of shine you know in more of a pro cannabis approach than others 
Definitely. Yeah. No, and it makes a huge difference. Like it just we we feel like especially with new products like ours, innovative products, we need the knowledge base needs to be there. So I'm working as hard as I can to basically get to the stores, get bottles into those people's hands so that they can use it, feel, get the good results, be able to confidently talk about it and then um just take it from there and then you know next year I want to do focus on a lot more like events and like things like that. Yeah, I think like uh was it the the SLV seed exchange would probably be a, a great event um to, to jump on with man. It's um it's an event hosted at the Joyful Journey Hot Springs plugging them real quick on this. Nice. Um uh, but yeah, they they do an event uh, every year and it it draws in home growers, commercial growers from all different fields from all over the valley, all over the state. Uh, to come down and exchange seed, talk about horticulture in general, and uh, you know promote certain products. So I think it'd be a great little avenue for you. If not, if I mean if you don't been there, I would definitely try to put it on your schedule to try to come by and check it out because it's a good representation of this valley overall no, and, totally. the, and the whole gardening community. I guess that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Joyful Journey is amazing. Yeah, they got a good yeah. thing going there, man. There's a couple a cool good, good uh, cool little hot spring spots. They're one of a few, but yeah, uh, we like working with them. We like sponsoring the event, and uh, you know, hope to get the event rolling again here soon for 2023. Awesome. Yeah, I need to go check out the other one. So uh, there are some people that don't have access to a hydroponic shop. Uh, yes, and. Can they go to your website and pick something up? Or yes, absolutely. Can they get more information about all these products at your website? Definitely. And it's uh, at Grow With Grease on Instagram and growwithgrease.com is our website. And no, thanks for saying that because, yes, we absolutely have it available on our website for folks that are live um, pretty far away from shops or they might buy, live by a shop that doesn't care, happen to carry it for some reason. So, yeah, totally. So, yeah, like he said, uh, request it at your shop, support your local hydroponic shop it's a hard time for everybody out there shout outs to kim up at hydro shack in frisco colorado she's the one who hooked me up with your uh sample i tested it out i like it uh i would definitely like to try some more uh i'm highly interested in that bison brew and like to brew some of that up um anything else you would like the listeners out there to know about your product about yourself uh i, I know you got a lot of love for the plant you're spreading love out there spreading the knowledge i highly appreciate that and uh Matt, thanks for bringing us on here. Um, yeah, anytime, man. I appreciate you guys uh, doing what you do. Appreciate the content, uh, Mike. Um, many thanks for coming out. We we still got a couple more little spots we want to check out here in Phase One at Area Four Twenty, and then I want to take you out to Phase Two. Um, anybody that's listening in, um, you can find us at Colorado Area Four Twenty on Instagram, uh, Colorado Area Four Twenty dot com, um, and then my personal Instagram at Brainstrap underscore F Two. That's the backup account. Um, so that's kind of some contact information for us, but yeah, man, big ups. This is a cool episode and, and a lot of information and a lot of knowledge dropping and, um, it's going to be cool to see what, what happens going forward here. Uh, any, definitely. Anything else, Mike, any information, any more plugs, any, uh, Instagram link, links you would like to let people know about? Um, yeah, I was going to say, you know, uh, please look out for us. Uh, we're, we're heading out to, um, Michigan and the Northeast next. Um, and then also, uh, we just made available a, a sample pack um, on our website. So if people are interested and just wanted to try the product, they could uh, buy a sample pack too on the website. Um, and uh, that's one thing we wanted to do to just get it into people's hands a little bit faster. And then 
really your store is also the best place to request samples because requesting samples through them is going to basically get the product onto the shelf faster and i'll get i'll send samples right to the store too and any stores out there that want to get your products so they don't have them anywhere in the nation they can go to your website do you have uh your contact information they can get wholesale products from you there that way you don't have to hit them up they know about your product they can hit you up yeah definitely for sure and and they can either e uh, email me um through the website or also just um sign up and log in through the website and we can get it all approved and no uh, that's i mean it's a grassroots thing um the other thing i really wanted to say is you know we are like grower owned uh company that, like kind of by growers for growers and that's our whole thing is like holding quality first and quality is like our premium um kind of value no pesticides, no heavy metals, no residual solvents, um, and staying true to the plant because that's really where like our passion is. Yeah. Those are the types of products and the type of, uh, businesses I like to support myself. You got a lot of love for the plant. It really shows at the end and through the plant's expressions. And we talked a little bit earlier about if you cutting corners here, cutting corners there on a business side, number side, sometimes, that love is lost and it really shows sometimes through the plant, not always, but if you got love for the plant, show it, support the other people who got love for the plant, support local. And that um, energy is just going to keep transferring and passing on. Yep. I believe that the karma, the cannabis plant has a karma to it. If you try to take advantage of it to your advantage, it, it'll bite you in the ass in the end. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Thanks for tuning in, guys. One love and peace. And go out and support your grease. <laughs> All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on the show today. Thanks for tuning in again, everyone. Big things to come this year. A lot of new content coming from Area 420 and the Colorado Connoisseurs Cup down at the Vibe on South Monaco. I'll be down there occasionally setting up, doing some interviews and having some tinctures and tea, which we're calling TNT Hour, and sharing some tea with everyone. Also, there's going to be a lot of new video content coming up with my boys, Dan and Kendall. They are helping out the Little Farmer team here. Thanks, guys, for becoming part of the team. And together, hopefully, we can make 2023 a great year for the cannabis community and legalize cannabis across the nation and hopefully across the world. Peace and love. Call him Dr. Earth for the healing meditation and good vibration. For food, fuel, fiber, and a little bit of fun. See, the joint ain't necessarily the point, but I want one.